welcome to the Think Factory podcast. We got one question for you. What keeps you up at night? Welcome to the Women's Roundtable podcast, powered by the Think Factory, where we learn how women think big and grow their business. My name is Kara Filecoff, counsel with Outside General Counsel Solutions, and I'm the host of today's podcast. I'm happy to have with me today Gretchen DeMarco, the Vice President of Operations for the Princeton Merger Regional Chamber of Commerce. Several women who are part of the OGC Solutions team will be attending the New Jersey Conference for Women later this month, and I'm excited to spend some time with Gretchen today discussing her role with the Chamber and this conference. So, Gretchen, thank you so much for joining me and taking time out of your day to speak with me. Well, thank you for having us. I have to say us because I I'm here representing the Chamber of Commerce and all of our members. So collectively, we very much appreciate um, you having us on the podcast. Great. Now, can you give a little background on the history of the Princeton Mercer Regional Chamber of Commerce and the New Jersey Conference for Women and how you got here today? Because I'm excited to hear about it. Um, I'm so excited to attend. So it'd be great to kind of get a little background on that. Sure. So the Princeton Mercer Regional Chamber is actually a merger of two chambers of commerce, the Princeton Regional Chamber and then the Mid-Jersey Chamber of Commerce. Those two organizations each have a unique history merged together in 2019 to form the largest regional chamber of commerce in the state of New Jersey. We have about 1,200 members um, and our membership is primarily centered around Mercer County but we have members from all over the state, adjacent communities, even uh, Bucks County, Pennsylvania, but anyone who wants to do business with um, businesses and organizations in the central New Jersey region, um, that's really what our membership is comprised of. Our Women in Business Alliance has been around for about 12 years um, and really started as the same way that a lot of our programs started, and it's with a request of one of our members. Um, This was actually PNC Bank. Some of the female leaders of PNC Bank came to the chamber and said, we need a place that is just for women. Our needs as professional women are just plain different than men. Mm -hmm. And we could articulate how those needs are different, but For this premise, we're just going to say, and just kind of agree, they're different. Um, And so the Chamber of Commerce at the time, Lorraine Holcomb, who was executive vice president of of the chamber, she has since uh, retired from the chamber. She said, sure, we'll put something together. And I believe they did a, it was an evening networking event. And I believe the number is 187 women showed up. Oh, wow. Exactly. Oh, wow. And I think that was the signal that among the chamber membership, among our local business community, there was a need for spaces that speak to the needs of women professionals. Um, From there, the Women in Business Alliance was formed. It grew rapidly. It is now probably the largest um, of the Princeton Mercer Regional Chambers programs. After that initial event, it really spun off into, we do educational events, Mm -hmm. we have an awards breakfast, um, but they created a women's leadership conference. And the first one was in 2012. And um, that conference started with a couple hundred people. And then 
grew and evolved um, pretty extensively to eventually become what we now call the New Jersey Conference for Women, which is the, it is the largest one day gathering of professional women in the state of New Jersey. Um, Pre-COVID, we sold the event out at 750 attendees. Um, I'm not sure this was, this predated my time with the chamber. I'm not even sure if that met with fire code because <laughs> 750 people in the Westin Princeton is a lot of yes. Um, and not only did it sell out, it sold out like a month ahead of time. So clearly there is a great demand for this mm. programming. Um, we came back in, per we, we were virtual for two years. Okay. Came back in person last year and had, you know, over 500 uh, registrations. This year we are, uh, we're going to cap attendance at 600. Okay. And we, you know, about two and a half weeks out, we are pressing up against that number right now. So, um, and women that are coming to this event are, of course, so from our local um, Central Jersey region, but we have women coming down from Manhattan for this. We have women coming from Philadelphia for this. So I think we are, um, we're clearly meeting a, a need. There is a desire out there for this kind of programming. I was going to say the growth that you've experienced just shows that there is a need and that individuals want this. And this is something that they're craving. Um, and especially those numbers, even post COVID, um, mm -hmm. the fact that you could continue virtually just shows that women need this and want this. So what do you love about your role with the chamber and um, the conference? And what are your kind of highlights? So what I love about my role with the chamber is my ability to connect people together. I mean, that's really what we do as a chamber of commerce is we help businesses and organizations do business with other businesses and organizations. And one of the things that we love to do is have a member or a prospective member come to us and say, you know, we need to meet folks in this industry or that industry. And we're able to, whether it's, you know, virtually via an email or via a phone call or physically walking someone from one side of the room over to the other side of the room, putting their hand in someone else's hand and saying, here, go do business together. We're, um, so I think that's what I love is just being able to watch business people or businesses and nonprofits make connections and watch them both grow as a result of the, the connection we helped them make. So um, that to me is the coolest thing that, that we do as a chamber of commerce. And I was going to say, I'm sure the conference really facilitates that kind of networking and really like, hey, I think you could grow together because it's a one room where all of those kind of individuals are kind of all together and easy to kind of bring them and say, hey, I think your company can excel if you use this connection or this resource. Exactly. And that's, you know, we have an exhibitor area that will have between 30 and 35 different tables. Um, and there's a variety of industry there. We have, you know, for example, Heidi Kagan Designs, which um, she does fashion and she has a really unique product that she'll have there. So everything from that to law firms, accounting firms, um, marketing firms, all women who uh, who want to do business together and who meet the needs of professional women. So that really is a great part of the conference is having 
all of these different businesses and industries in the same room together, in the exhibitor area, in the financial forum, uh, in the breakout sessions, having different opportunities to meet the people that they want to meet. Now, on a little bit more personal, what is your leadership style and how do you lead others? Well, that is such a that is that is such a deep question. Um, so early on in in my career, I actually did a lot of leadership training and leadership development, um, education and and programming. And so I was I'm kind of a leadership nerd. Um, <laughs> I have read all the books. You know, I the and and I think for me, I've taken a little bit of you know a little fish philosophy, mm. a little who moved my cheese, a little whale done. Um, but I think nothing in my um, experience really has impacted me as much as a very small vignette I read in one book about 20 years ago. Um, I'll, I'll give you the book. It's called QBQ, uh, still in print. It's the question behind the question. And the book is kind of um, different stories and vignettes about leadership and accountability and whatnot. But there, there's one small passage there that I have to say when I read it, it's sort of, for lack of a better term, it punched me in the face. Oh, wow. And it's a few short sentences. And it's a, it says, you know, I'm going to butcher this. I'm not going to get it right. But the gist of it would you watch a bald eagle fly and wish it could swim like a dolphin? Mm. Would you watch a dolphin swim and wish it could reach the heavens like a giraffe? Um, no, of course not. How ridiculous. And that is, and I'm probably missing a line in there, but I think that has probably been the most transformative in terms of how I lead. I view the responsibility of a leader is to really put the right person in the right job at the right time. Mm. When you have, when you recognize that everybody on your team brings a specific set of strengths, talents, talents, and experiences to your team, and you've put them in the right place where they can use those strengths, talents, and experiences that's 90% of the job, right? The right person in the right job at the right time. That's the job of a leader. But I also think sort of flip side of that, when you're watching a member of your team who maybe is, is struggling a little bit or not necessarily um, achieving whatever they're supposed to be achieving, I think as a leader, I take a step back and say, Am I looking at a dolphin and expecting it to fly? Mm. And I think that's really incumbent on the leader. If that's your situation, you've got to sit with that person and say, okay, what are your talents and strengths? Because everybody has them. And how do we put you in a position where you can really bring those to bear to move our organization forward? So that is a, a sort of a little bit of a long answer to a short question. <laughs> um, but that's really my approach is, you know, the right person, there's nothing better as a leader than watching the right person in the right job at the right time. You're watching a bald eagle fly and it is incredible to watch. And I think a leader's responsibility is to make sure that every person on your team has that opportunity to fly 
and you have to set them up for success. I love that. I will say, I feel like that is truly like a great way to kind of look at leadership and kind of look at those you kind of watch over um, and really the development of those Mm -hmm. that you're kind of bringing forth. So did you have any women leaders as mentors or are there specific women who inspired you? I, I had a lot of women leaders um, who who were mentors. I mentioned that earlier in my career I did I did leadership development and that was in my role. I worked for a national sorority for 11 years, um, and that is all about women's leadership. So I mean that that's what we did. Um, that we are in the business of creating female leaders, and so through that experience I. You know, I had an incredible number of, of female mentors. I couldn't name one because I'd be yeah. leaving out so many others. But I think, you know, I believe in that concept of lifelong learning. I think as you engage with other women leaders, you pick up things that they do well. You pick up their strengths and their approach. Um, I think every engagement that you have is an opportunity to learn and to grow, um, to maybe change your perspective when someone, you know, punches you in the face with a new idea. <laughs> um, I think you have to take that and, and learn. So I, I couldn't name a specific one, but I think that, you know, if that to me is a, is a key to success for all leaders is you've got to be open to learning from every uh, person you meet. And, and sometimes what you learn is what not to do. Yeah. And that can be as valuable as, as, you know, how in developing your approach as well. So I think lifelong learning is really the, the most important thing from everyone that you meet. So to kind of go back to the conference now, um, what do you think attendees will gain from going to uh, the conference for women? I think the answer to that question really lies um, in the attendee themselves. I think every person comes to this conference with a different intention. And I guess I would challenge all of our conference attendees to know why they're there or why their company or organization is sending them there and really actively pursue uh, that objective. Our job as a conference is to really set the table. If you're there for learning, we have three phenomenal uh, keynote speakers who are gonna talk about a variety of topics. Our breakout sessions, uh, our breakout session speakers are incredible. Um, So I think that if you're there to learn, we're going to provide you with a number of opportunities to learn. If you're there to identify new resources for your business, um, make sure you're in the financial forum, make sure you're going to the exhibitor tables. You know, those are those opportunities, those new vendors and new partners are there for you. If you want to connect and network, make sure you sit with people you don't know. Make sure you you uh, you come to the after party and and you know, shake some hands over a glass of wine. I think we've set the table for um, for networking, for learning, for professional growth, for personal growth. Um, I think our attendees really just have to you know take a look at the agenda, take a look at the website, and figure out they have to map their own um, map their own plan, and it'll be there. Whatever they're looking for, it'll be there. I was going to ask you uh, any highlights you want to share, but you really encompass kind of that there's so much for attendees to gain from this, from kind of the exhibitor tables that will be there, but also all the speakers and the breakout. So I know personally, I'm very excited for this event. Um, It really does sound like it is not only 
uh, great for businesses, but also personally kind of grow and connect and develop. At the Think Factory, we like to ask all of our guests one question, um, which is what keeps you up at night? So Gretchen, what keeps you up at night? Oh boy, I was going to say my husband's snoring, but that's probably <laughs> not what you're going for. Um, what keeps me up at night? Um, oh boy, I, I'm a mom of of two boys, 12 and 15. So watching them experience the world and mm. grow into young men, um, and you know, deal with the challenges that that they're faced with every day. That keeps me up at night. You know, have I given them, or am I giving them the the tools that they need to go on to be successful? That's um, I think any mom can relate to that. Is am I preparing my child to be successful in the world? Um, so that that keeps me up at night. Um, you know, I, if you look at what's what happened over the weekend, um, you know. Uh, and I'm, you can, I don't know when this is going to post, but obviously, you know, what's happening in, in the Middle East and Israel, um, those world affairs, that's what's happening in our world in general. Mm. Um, it, it does tend to weigh on you, but at the same time, you know, I think what I find solace in is, you know, what can I do? You know, and what I can do is, is, is raise my kids to be good kids, um, you know, with the the college women that I continue to mentor, you know, am I um, raising them to be strong female leaders? Um, you know, that's the role that I can play in this in this world. So, you know, and are the program journals for the conference going to arrive on time? Like that's <laughs> that keeps me up at night. Um, you know, are our vendors? Uh, but uh, we you know we work with great vendors, and of course, um, everything everything with this conference is going to go so smoothly. I'm just speaking that into, I'm speaking that into existence. I appreciate you speaking it into fruition because I know I do that often where I'm like, yes, everything with this brief will get done on time. Um, yes. The client will understand what I'm saying here um, and take my advice seriously. But Gretchen, thank you so much for your time today. As mentioned, I'm so excited for the Conference for Women. I truly feel like it will be a great event for women to network with other women and powerful communities. So I, I appreciate you kind of facilitating that and taking time to speak with me today. Uh, be sure to check out other Women's Roundtable podcasts so you can learn how women think big and grow their business. But thank you, Gretchen. Thank you. Thanks for having us.